Welcome, 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 my kind listeners. It's your boy Luke doing the intro again because Ari is feeling shy or some shit. Um, but yes, uh, welcome to another episode of Three Wise Guys. We got Luke, we got Ari in the building, we got D, and we got a special guest, Nick Lorang. Um, yeah. Happy to be here. Honored. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we'll let Nick introduce himself in just one sec, but um, how we all met Nick was I met Nick through like this um, like case competition thing that we did in university. And then after that, we kind of just like we did that another year. We started hanging out a little bit on the side. And yeah, Nick's always been like a great person to refer to, especially for some like finance stuff. I always be messaging him here and there being like, I'll not talk to this guy for like two months. So it'll be like. GME question mark, <laughs> and he always he always pulls through. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna pass things off to Nick if you want to do like a quick intro. Yeah, yeah, sure. My name, like you said, Nick. Uh, I grew up on a little farm out in rural Nova Scotia, a little small town t- like thing. And then um, I, I had bigger aspirations than the farm, so I decided I wanted to leave Nova Scotia <laughs> for the uh, university life. And I was gonna go to whichever was cheapest because I'm paying for it myself, and that happened to be U Ottawa. So like most people. You know, like I just kind of winded up there and uh, yeah, I met Luke through there. I did finance and um, yeah, after that, investment banking was mainly my forte and I took a massive turn and went into tech sales because most of my investment banking was tech related and sales is really like low key, it's where the money's at. So yeah, that's a that's my yeah. background. Yeah, we got yeah. three sales people in the Hell fucking, yeah. the fucking chat, eh? See you guys. And I guess we're all tech sales too. Yeah, we're, we're all <laughs> oh yeah, literally. Over. We're all gonna take over. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just out here on my salary, bro. Salary, <laughs> wage slave. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, that's a great place to start. You talked about like the farm and things, and on uh, in um back where you back home, and that's always been something that's intrigued me because it seems like whenever we meet someone. That's also from the same area as you. They always know your farm, like right away. And you always be like sending me these snaps of like kangaroos on like couches and stuff. So like, like why? Farm kangar- like, what farm kangaroos? Like, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. One, one. That's of them, what I'm saying. One of them lives in actually my living room when it was a baby. It's a, it's an adult now. It actually had its own baby. But uh, yeah, take whoa, note, take this in. Whoa. We bought it in okay. Toronto. Toronto. Turns out there are kangaroos in Canada. Kangaroos can survive in this part of the world. Like I yeah. sound ignorant, but but let me sound ignorant so you can like educate me. But like what? <laughs> yeah, like uh, kangaroos basically grow winter coats because fun fact: Australia also has mountains and you know cold seasons, and the desert does get really fucking cold at night. Does not retain heat at all. So they got winter coats. We do keep them inside though in heat enclosures because even though again they're chill for outside during the winter. It, the perception, like you, is everyone sees, oh, kangaroos, warm weather, they're going to die out there. It's animal abuse. And then they start trying to free them and shit. Like, you got some PETA guys out here at the fucking walls. It's like, oh, no. Are you actually being serious? PETA I mean, has come we, to try and free some kangaroos. Well, we just assumed it would happen because, like, PETA people try to free our cows. Our fucking cows. People come and try to break down the fence at middle, like, like middle of the day, just start hacking away at it. Like, what are you doing? 
So like if they did that for wow. a cow that's meant here, how do you think they react to a kangaroo that they think is suffering, you know? <laughs> that is so true. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But like uh, when we bought question. them, uh, when, when was a baby? Uh, uh, sorry for monologuing. But yeah, when was a baby? And uh, it was like a few weeks old. So it lived in my living room in a baby crib. My baby crib, actually. <laughs> and, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. It wore a diaper and it would hop around like our little living room and shit. Like at the dinner table, it would like come and hop around and be like, Ooh, this is so fucking cool. That- that's really cute, and I don't want this question to seem misplaced, but <clears throat> I'm actually genuinely <laughs> curious. Is the kangaroo uh, farmed for companionship or for meals? Neither. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, like, so we have Indian a corn maze. meals. Yeah, no, a kangaroo oh, sorry, you meat. said you have a what? Yeah, we have a corn maze. Uh, fuck, I guess that's okay. another tangent. But uh, yeah, we have a corn maze and shit. And it's part of like the petting zoo. I think my dad got it as an excuse because he really just, I think, yeah, companionship's a bit of it, to be honest, because my dad loves it more than I think he loves his kids. And I don't blame him. <laughs> but, I mean, the kangaroo yeah. in your, in your uh, fucking, in your crib is, you know, <laughs> it yeah. gives you a hint. I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 no. For got, real, though. Got, okay, this fucking nice thing. diapers when you were kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess how much a kangaroo costs, eh? Ooh, I would say like a, a baby kangaroo. Any kangaroo. Uh, over 10 grand. Like 30 grand. I think 30. Grand. Yeah, I think like 30, 40 grand, right? Yeah. Final answer? Yeah. It's over like 10 four. grand. That's it's like four grand. Four or like grand. eight, one of the two. It's either four or eight. But anyway, so <clears throat> the reason I bring this up is because the baby one, it ended up getting this weird genetic thing with its eyes, so it went blind. And uh, fun fact, the number one kangaroo surgeon in all of North America is in fucking New Brunswick for some reason. <laughs> so we brought her over there, spent like 30 convenient. grand and yeah, fucking weird, man. Like it's the New Brunswick, really. Jesus. But like, yeah, so like the kangaroo, 40, 30 grand 30 in surgery grand. for its eyes. One of them was just it, even the best kangaroo surgeon in North America couldn't do it. But we still just dumped like literally we could have bought 10 kangaroos for the price of this. But my, that's how much my dad loves it is what I'm trying to say. Oh my god! Yeah, I am so, shocked. I'm, I okay, I, at thirty grand on kangaroo eye surgery. Like, yeah, shout right. out to your dad. Shout out to your kangaroo. Shout out he to the kangaroo. He has to take eye drops surgeon. four times a day, and he has to apply it for them, obviously, because he can't do it himself. But like four times a day, he has to go down there and sprinkle its eye with a little drop of uh, something. I forget what. Wait. So, okay. Question. Um, while we're on the kangaroo topic, because I do want to ask another question, which is like, we might be um, here for a while. <laughs> why? Why is like your farm so well known back like home? Oh, but my question before that is, I think like we were talking about this randomly a couple weeks ago, and Aria claims. Is it is it Aria or D? I don't know which one of you two claimed this. That, that was it Aria. That I could like uh, like get in. So okay, wait, wait, okay, it's it's Aria. Aria claims if we lock him. And just a kangaroo in a UFC cage. He's he he he's he's throwing the hands and hey, he's he's knocking listen, that kangaroo listen, out. I want to clarify. And, I want to clarify. Saying, no. Don't clarify, clarify shit. No 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 no, no no no. I will let him hear. Because no, because nah, I said I said a child kangaroo, not a full grown. Did one. he say how, that? How old? I did. Oh, man. I did. I did. I said I could whoop oh, a child's ass. All right, man. You I think are, you can whoop an adult. About children. How how young are you talking? Oh wait 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 wait. Hear that again. Hear that again. Listen to Nick. I think he could beat up an adult if he knows the secret move. Do you guys know what it is? Oh. Uh, don't. Okay. <laughs> don't gas Ari up. Yeah, don't, don't fucking gas this man up. Like, I'd fingers like, crossed. I'm going to be punch? a hater right Where now. do you punch? Um, in, in, fuck. I don't know. In the if throat. You, 
Wrong. Okay, you die. All right, so here's okay, the game cool. plan. Okay, you see a kangaroo. If it's in water, fun fact, it tries to lure you in there by looking cute as shit, and then it drowns you. That's like one of the ways. Wait, they can do. swim? Like, what? Like, no, no, they, 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 they chill in water up to like their necks. And like kids will be like, oh, look, a kangaroo. Oh, cool. And they'll like fuck off into the pond with it. And then it drowns them. And then eats. Well, I don't know if it eats them, but it drowns them at least. Or at least. Okay. I actually don't know if that's a fact. It's just what I saw on Facebook. And like, anyway, no, no. Anyway, getting back to the point the, the way to kill a kangaroo is punch it directly in the nose. Because if you hit it in the nose, its nose is very fragile. It goes into its brain from the force very lightly. And then just it, it will die within like an hour. All right, so sick guys. I I should have put money on it. I I just want to fuck Bro, up Aria, a kangaroo. First, shut off. up. <laughs> if right, you no. ha- if you face off against a grown ass kangaroo, you'd be like, yeah, they're like eight like feet those, tall. Those right? motherfuckers are yeah. tall. That's why I said a oh. child. No, you you guys are like five four. Okay, how how tall? Are <laughs> no, kangaroos are like eight feet. No, seven, exactly. Seven. All right, man. Okay. All right. Your, your five foot ass ain't gonna stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, even man. That's Tinder a joke. profile That's use got nothing on this kangaroo. <laughs> no, the worst though about kangaroos, they go uh, because it grew up with us. Both of them think that we're also kangaroos because we grew up around them, or they grew up around us, uh-huh. I guess. So uh, it it can sense, for example, that I'm a boy and uh, my mom's a girl. So during mating really? season, fun fact again about kangaroos, I sound fucking like a biologist, but yeah, kangaroos basically have a harem system. That's actually a scientific term, I'm pretty sure. So basically, they say, say there's six men, six women, and they're all just in a herd. Once mating season hits, six men will all beat the fuck out of each other, like absolutely try to kill each other. And whichever Together. one wins will fuck all six oh. girls. And there's yeah, only yeah, one I've winner. Okay. So it yeah. thinks Gorilla's I'm a guy. <laughs> it thinks I'm a guy, right? So I'm walking down and my mom's like, oh, you know, it's mating season. So that means I have to feed it because it will try to kill you. I'm like, oh, you know, understandable. But the other wow. side of the coin is because it knows I'm a guy. It also knows my mom's a girl and again, thinks it's a kangaroo. And uh, oh. we have a, obviously you can see into the pen as my mom's trying to feed it. I saw some shit I didn't know I wanted. Like, that was, you know, like, I was like, mom? Mom? She's like, no, down, going Bruce, on. down, down. I'm like, mom? Are you okay? Down, Bruce. <laughs> Yo, okay, the baby Sir Hops a lot. It's such a cute scene, even though it was a girl. Sir oh, Hops a lot. Oh, my God. Wow. And the older one, wow. Bruce. You can tell Bruce which one's not. Those are cool names. Those Bruce, Bruce cool be fucking names. bitches, though. That's Bruce be fucking bitches, though. Hopefully, the, Jesus, Bruce, yeah, my was, mom. Jesus. I was gonna say, let's keep Nick Small yeah, out of this. Are you okay? Pause. Wow. You gotta, now, now I'm really rooting for the kangaroo. Bro. <laughs> it feels like middle school. Know. Fuck. That's really. I, I can imagine you being like the most popular kid in the city or in the town because no, of we, your pet. What? We we only got them when I was uh, in second year university. I had zero social capital because of this, and I'm fucking. Oh. Why couldn't we get this when I was in middle school? You know, cool. I would have been. Would, you would have been the king of the city, man. <laughs> the dude with the bro. kangaroos. <laughs> bro, I actually almost got laid on Tinder once because of it. Like, I land at the airport. My like, I hop in the car and I'm like, "All right, let's do something." And the very first person, instant match, messaged them, and I'm like, uh, "They're like." I reference immediately kangaroo. And she's like, oh, you got kangaroos? And I'm like, yeah, you want to come see sometime? And it's just, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Easy. I, Easy money. I am and I'm in awe of, you know, the greatness that, you know, you displayed by saying that. And just, wow, just shout out to your pop. Shout out to you guys for the kangaroos. Like, you know, awesome life. Yeah, they, they actually just had a baby. So maybe it'll be more soon. Maybe you could buy one. Who knows? 
I'll, well, I'm gonna train a fighter. I'm gonna buy one and train him as a fighter. Like <laughs> it's like cockfights okay, right. with kangaroos. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Okay. Don't don't get Michael. Vick. Fucking right, Mike Vick over here. Yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get Michael. It would be it would be hilarious because he'd be hosting like kangaroo versus man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shit. Okay. But yeah. No. I mean, bro. Like, if as long as we move it to like China or something, I feel like there's legal zero legal issues. Like, we just we just got to get out of Canada. Yeah, I honestly just like North America, where all the Twitter people can see once it's done. Like, e- fuck, even Mexico would probably be fine. Like, cockfight. I saw a cockfight oh. in Mexico. That's that's normal there. Well, I I, I don't know how it. Oh yeah. But like near tourist places, it it happens. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can like you know stumble on one by mistake. Like, oh, I did, I, I didn't stumble yeah. on mistake. Someone referenced it. Oh I'm like, God. this is unethical as fuck. But I just need to see it in the same way when I went to Spain. I needed to see a bullfight, even though I didn't agree with it, just because I'm like, I yeah. you need to see it if it's happening, you know. Like I remember when I was in Vietnam, there was a cockfight happening, and then like all the like European girls we were traveling with, like, oh no, this is so bad. I'm like, yeah, but you know, I. I kind of want to watch like it's happening already. Like, you know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't cause two like these two chickens to fight each other. Like I don't even live here, bro. Like, yeah, you know, if they came to me and said let's fund a cockfight, I would say no. But like you know, if it's going on, then but it's hap- It's yeah. hap- It's like round two. They're fighting like. Don't, this is ongoing. Don't like, like if, it, if you have to pay to enter, you know, maybe, okay, then I might not pay. But it was free, so like if if it's happening and I don't have to pay or support it, yeah, fuck it, I'll look. For, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take anything that's free. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, University life. If you can, if you can see my debt, bro. That's free. <laughs> Went left. <laughs> okay. Okay, man. But yeah, no, shout out to Nick and, and uh, Bruce. And but, but Nick, you still didn't answer the question. Why is it that every single person who's from your area knows about your farm? Like, what is it that makes it so famous? Or is it just because, like, nothing happens? <laughs> okay, it's not that boring. No, we uh, we were, like, the first corn maze in, like, 2003. My, my father took our lawnmower and mowed a path in a cornfield and said, fuck it, we're charging money for people to walk through it. <laughs> and, That's how it started. Yeah, my grandfather came out. He was, like, 78 at the time. And he comes out of the field. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's, he's rather vulgar. He's like, what the, what, what the fuck are you doing, Jim? And he's like, well, I'm making a corn maze. No one's going to pay for this. What the fuck? <laughs> you idiot. It's, you just wasted good corn. And then, like, uh, I remember the first weekend it was packed. He's, he kind of strolled up in his car and he didn't even say anything. He rolls down the window. And my dad's like, see? He's, he, he's just like, mm hmm. And just, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, after that, like, we're the biggest in all of Atlantic Canada. And it, even wow. part of Quebec. And, um, you know, I mean, like, when, once you start growing, because it's so much in capital to, like, make one, like, it's it's hard for anyone to start a new one. And, like, a lot of people do. And then two or three years later, they'll just stop, you know? So you guys have been able to, like, build on, like, your initial corn maze and, like, expand it to... Like, That's where the kangaroos bigger. came in, <clears throat> you know? Like, now we got... Okay, yeah, so I was going to... So how did so you have the kangaroos on the maze as like an extra tra- like who, who, how did they come in how did they no, no, help stop. make this grant? Kangaroos not in the maze, bro. It's like, some like more kangaroo. Like it's it's like up. get it go in the corn maze like Oz and if you if if you find the kangaroo you win a thousand. You gotta bucks, fight it. No, you gotta fight it. If yeah. you find the kangaroo, there's, there's a lake in the middle of the corn maze and the kangaroos just there like drowning people. Yeah, it's no. like the first person to come back with the selfie with the kangaroo, you know. A thousand wins bucks. free corn. No, no, no. You're walking through, but beware of the minotaur, or I mean kangaroo, where uh, if you, if uh, it sees you with a girl, it will kill you and fuck your girl. <laughs> Size <type> six. <laughs> <laughs> no, Love no. It. Kangaroos Love don't do that to normal people, by the way, in case like, anyone was wondering. like It's just for the people who it grew up with because it thinks we're it. Oh. It literally thinks I'm a kangaroo. 
Yeah, part of it's her type of thing, eh? Yeah. Do you jump around it too? or uh, No, I must think I'm a disabled or something, I guess, because I can't really jump around <laughs> or move fast. Like, what? I wonder what it thinks and, like, understands humans to be. That Some it thinks weird-ass fucking kangaroo right here with me right now. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, poor Nick. That guy's, like, so feeble and disabled. <laughs> it's like uh, that, that picture of the drowned deer in a pool saying, yo, my dolphin stopped working. Like, it's like... It's probably- <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> wow, all right, man. Shit. Okay. Uh, shout out to, wow. Okay. So, Corn Maze, biggest in Canada. So, no, no, have, no Canada. Like, okay. Well, land, land said, land in Canada. Canada. Oh, okay. Land in Canada. And, and it's funny because right before we started recording, like, I'm talking about me wanting like a Ford truck and you're out here, you know, chirping me and making me feel some type of way about it. Meanwhile, like, you know, you're, you're our hick correspondent on this <laughs> podcast. What are you doing, Nick? What are you doing? I'm saying stuff well, appropriating like my culture, D. <laughs> <laughs> in fair 2021, D. In 2021. Oh, Put the trucks aside. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do respect trucks, but only if you have a use for them. If not, they're just like, the fuck's the point? You're blowing so much money on gas and they just, they're not good during winter, especially. Like everyone thinks, oh, trucks have great traction. No, no. During winter, the fucking thing sucks. Like, good luck. Oh, wow. That, that is, I had no idea. I won't lie. I didn't know either. It was especially when you said the Raptor Ford F one fifty. I'm like, boy, what are you doing? Well, well. In fairness, in fairness to me, which is not really fair, I was waiting for the electric version. So no, no, Tesla Cybertruck. I respect that. It looks dumb as shit, but that's part of the meme. But like, unironically though, like the, the torque on that thing, the towing capacity, like. Whew. I saw the video. If that is real, then that is something to be fucked with. But yeah, okay. fair enough. I get, I get where you're coming from with the truck hate then. Okay. You were just so going to get your Prius, all right? All right, fine. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's stop this. All right. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart. Yo, my, my mom was texting me actually during this convo we just had. Uh, she was like, oh my God, podcast. You're on podcast. Can we listen to all this shit? I'm like, it's not live. And also, no, I'm not telling you where it is. Uh, unless she finds it. In which case, Hi, mom. Love you. But anyway, and she's like, she's like, by the way, do you know how to uh, drive stick? And I'm like, I actually learned when I was like in Europe. So, uh, yeah, actually, oh. I do. And she's like, well, dad's buying. Finally, we have enough money. We're, we almost lost the farm like a, a few times as a kid. But like we finally are like in a really good spot now. And uh, she's like, dad's finally got buying a used Corvette. And I'm like, OK. And she's like, well, can you drive it home? And I'm like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> okay <Fuck> yeah <laughs> let's go man <laughs> i was like that should be exciting man get you in a corby just spin. very exciting not yeah. car guy bro but. this is like this is very on brand like <laughs> I, I remember when we went to like uh grand, grand ben or whatever <laughs> that like pretty hick place all the cars were corvettes oh. or trucks so it was, it was or mustangs it was it was one yeah it was a stang a truck, like a classic truck, some classic trucks, some really beautiful. I would say like that They're trip. They're all beautiful cars. Right? That trip definitely was partly responsible for my love for trucks now. As hey, well, and you know, and the, the date ranges <laughs> for the cars and the trucks, they just spanned like like all the way up until like 76. Like, yes, I think like 70s. Like it was awesome. Yeah. And then and then you just see vets, like different types of vets. Like it was awesome. But oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I like the little culture they got going Wait, on there. I'll, I'll stop this, appropriating though. it though. One <laughs> thing I respect is you have the, the no one pass. really gets. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I respect about Corvettes is people who get Corvettes don't get them in like two cheesy colors. Like the thing I hate most about fobs is they be getting like pink. lime green Bugattis <laughs> and like, bro, like 
how are you going to get such an expensive car and then put lime green on that, bro? Dude, me and Aria are like driving the other day. We see this mozzie. It is lime green and it has Balenciaga stickers what? on the side. I'm like, no, like he actually thought about this. He was like, is this a good idea? And yes, was the answer. <laughs> when, you, when you got more money than you know what to do with. You know, it's so embarrassing though. That you, you know, like you take Gucci, right? Like if you see someone Gucci and it's really all over the place saying Gucci, that's poor people Gucci. You understand that, right? Like the, yeah, the more yeah, wealthy yeah. and costly the clothing is, the less or the more subtle that the brand Branding, is. Yeah. You know, the less names everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's if awesome. you're like, nice, like, nope. yeah, if you're out here just oh. rocking like huge name brands, like giant logos, like yeah, people know that you're pretending to be rich. So don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean one piece shout out to your pops getting the vet note to the to the listeners don't get your mozzie and lime green (laughs) pro pro advice from your residents as if any of our listeners can afford a mozzie to be fair though like I I do believe though if you can afford a mozzie with your own money you can get it in whatever the fuck color you want but if you get it in lime green I'm judging you like that's all I'm saying yo wait what what car would you be your guys is I have infinite money I'm buying this Mm. I, I I think I think everyone knows mine. Mine is a Jaguar F Type. Mine's a before. mine's a it's a Benz SLS, the Go Wing Doors. They stopped making them a while ago, but I I definitely get that one. I soup it out too. Okay, I'm gonna go wild here, and I'm gonna say like like uh, a Benz. <laughs> Fuck you, no. Okay, everyone already knows I want a Raptor. No, I want like a. An electric self-driving car that vers- like vertical takeoff. Okay, okay. I mean real car, bro. What yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> <Jackson? laughs> All right, that's it. We're just getting D a Prius. All right, D. We're just getting your Prius. That's it. It's decided. You guys don't You're let not me have to decide any anything else. No more. I don't, I don't just, that's fuck it. with this. You guys Prius don't let me for have the any fun. Life. You guys don't let me be creative. You guys don't let me do anything. <laughs> Yo, if you want to take no, off, we'll get no, you DMT no. with the Prius. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good deal. Yeah, dude, I take I take DMT. that. I take that and go, D. That is, I, feel, I feel like D's more like he'd get a chauffeur. <laughs> like you wouldn't like I don't feel like D's trying to drive. Like he's not trying to drive. I'm still on the DMT with the Prius, yo. <laughs> like that that's that, that's like one of those memes, like what you ordered versus what you got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, you say DMT in a Paris Prius, you'll probably think it's like exactly as you described. Oh, man. D- no, at that, that, at that, that point, it's one. not even a Prius anymore. It's a fucking Bugatti. <laughs> no, that was Bro, a good it's one. A, that it's, was a good it's, one. It's, it's, a, it's a multi-dimensional fucking vehicle at that point. Yeah, no. All right, all right, all right. Let's, 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 let's move the conversation a little bit forward. Wait, but Nick, what car would you get? Yeah. Oh, fair. Fuck, good why'd question. you ask me? All right, no one's going to like my answer. <laughs> all right, all right. You know the ISIS truck? Oh my oh. god! The ISIS truck? You no know, no the Toyota like it's a Forerunner or Land Cruiser. Land Cruiser. Maybe? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yo, yeah. Yo, those things are all from the '80s, and the reason that they use them out there is because they're fucking indestructible. I want one car that I buy and I'm fucking done. And you know that that Forerunner uh, or the Land Cruiser, whatever it's called. Holy shit! Yeah. Is that clearly amazing? You know? Yeah, I think it's like metal, literally. Like Dude, it's like the AK-47 some, cars. Yeah, made up of some titanium. <laughs> Yeah, no, we have those. We have those back home as well. So you see, like, I would be in great company with my Raptor, like, if I get one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Is, it, is it not just a really old Raptor, though? Because the Forerunners are SUVs. 
Your Toyota is the old Raptor. <laughs> All right. Oh man. shit! Okay, yeah, man. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say, I'm not gonna get you guys started on on my Raptor anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like anyway, you guys have a, you guys have what were we saying D, about new combo? Oh yeah, I was saying. Uh, moving forward, I was gonna ask, uh, talk about uh, you, Ottawa, like our experience there. Like I know, like you were really like entrenched in the community, you know, through parties. You were the go-to. I remember, like we, I remember, like finding like an abandoned museum with you, and like you just being the plug. Like you know, just talk about that experience and like you know, university, how you got to be so involved. I feel like you kind of ran tell for to an extent. Oh, you know, okay. I don't know if you're gonna. Okay, chill. Uh, hey, this is this is this is from this is from an outside guy. I was like, oh, Nick, Nick looks like he's got you know he's know what's going on. But like, talk about that experience. I don't know. Luke could probably ask you more detailed questions about like yeah, like, stuff that you I business go, I, kids did. But like, talk about the, that domination. Yeah. I guess the brunt of this question was like talk about your experience and like throwing some like the street parties in like U Ottawa and stuff. I we always like I always remembered Nick as like the go to like party dude because like this guy would just randomly be at places. Like for example, like we go to Kingston for St. Pat's Day. I don't even think I talked to Nick about that at all. No, you didn't. I and then I just I we saw him. Like <laughs> he was there. Yeah. Like on top of like a building. With a megaphone. I shouted Lou! <laughs> Yo, yo, he, he has a head just darted up and he's like, Nick? And like, I ran down. I literally <laughs> I like, had to climb off a ladder. There was no support. I could have fallen 40 feet. I get down to the bottom and I just run up and like tackle hug him. I'm like, Luke, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> In another city at a party. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, uh, I, yeah. it, I, I have this weird duality where like, uh, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain because like. I, I was really, really motivated about school and marks and stuff. And I, I'm going to graduate summa cum laude whenever the fuck this happens. I don't know. I just graduated. December. Congrats on that. That's big. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So like just, just for context for the, the viewers out there or my employer, anyone else listening. Yeah. I'd like very, and very summa, studious. Summa cum laude is up, up there, people. Yeah. But anyway, that being said, though, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I did both. I, I would really ma- I'm really maximized both aspects. And I couldn't tell you how most people can only do like one or the other a balance. But I, I did. And um, really, all I did was I had this philosophy of, you know, if you want something done right, don't wait for it to happen. Just kind of do it yourself. And then, like, it'll just flow. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, the, the street party, for example, the, like Kingston in first year, I went to uh, St. Patrick's Day. I don't think that was the year that you and I saw each other. But, yeah, massive street party. Fucking phenomenal. Electric. Electric. It was insane. The, it, there's a different vibe when you're in a crowd of a thousand people. We're doing something basic, technically illegal, right? I don't know. There's just some one hundred percent. No, no. There, you because you guys were all at that street party, like a different yeah. street parties that we've thrown, and like uh, you get the vibe, right? Like it just feels yeah. like, ooh, right? Like it's just you're part of something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something. It almost feels like something crazy is about to happen, but you don't know why, and you just feel really. Anyway, anyway. So uh, second year, we we're just gonna host like a you know small kegger, two hundred of our closest friends. You know, about that, but yeah. like, yeah, no, like we, small, you know, yeah, you know, just only our closest, but like, you know, like we, we invited 200 people because we just wanted it to be like not too crazy. And Budweiser, the rep for our school, reached out to us and they're like, Yo, saw you're doing a kegger, it's the biggest, uh, uh we call it panda game party. So, uh, what if we just yeah, blew close the friends, fuck up? Huh? <laughs> no, yeah, and like, I was just like, Um, what do you mean, blow it up? And they're like, Yeah, we'll market it for you. Like, Budweiser will we'll literally pay for marketing for this and like promote the page and run it. All you have to do is just host. And I'm like, deal. And they're like, and we'll give you free beer and advertisement and like banners and shit. I'm like, deal. So, um, yeah, this is uh, is your first time. Yeah. 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 The first, 
the first time you guys came together and you're just thinking up the idea Budweiser approaches you or yeah, approaches yeah. you guys. Yeah. So I, I had to go awesome. on the dark net, like on tour and like, I just signed for a Facebook account. I paid some guy in like Mexico, $2 to uh, verify it via phone. Cause you have to have a phone number attached. And uh, yeah, then after that, then uh, we had the Facebook account that wasn't any way attached to us and we started promoting it. We invited everyone we knew and um, like everyone, not even that we knew, everyone that we just like could see that was at Ottawa. <laughs> and uh, then next thing you know, 2000 people show up on my front lawn or uh, no, no, it was 1300 according to the Sandy Hill paper. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. So like if you want something crazy and cool, just like fucking do it, you know? And it's weird. Like in high school, every party that I've been to trashed people, steal shit, people break shit. And like when I hosted barn parties for like my whole town, like fucking, I had to hire a hundred dollars per night security. I had to hire two security guards for a fucking high school party. Now people come in that I've never seen in my life. They're so respectful in university. So like, it's weird. Like there's not a lot of risk as you think there would be in university hosting party. Mm. Wow. That is, that is pretty interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought like, I was going to say, is that because the Sandy Hill cribs are kind of already run down? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like my, my farmhouse is 300 years old. So like I, maybe I have low standards, but like, I don't know. I, I thought they're all right. But like, yeah, like uh, I did have pepper spray uh, and like my like, I bought it because we got broken into five months, five times in the first month of second year in 2017. Oh, and um, turns wow. out the basement window was uh, not locking. And uh, anyway, so I had that and like I had it. I, I would use it for like parties if they're getting crazy out of control. It only happened once where you'd walk into the room and be like, all right, you guys need to settle down or I'm going to start spraying. And I don't care if I take wow. Neo too. This is a fucking kamikaze. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Chill. Okay, okay. We'll, 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 we'll settle down. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll even leave. And I'm like, that's what I wanted to hear. You know, no, so like, no. Yeah. I would I would imagine you threatening to like you know spray people with pepper spray and like at least just implicating yourself like that would any drunk person anyone that's ever experienced pepper spray before you know you'd be like all right pay attention to you have buddy. you guys Let's been see what's going on I have and even pepper sprayed yes but it was by my it was more for experimental purposes <laughs> as opposed to how old were you <laughs> I was I was like eight Last nine. Minute. Eight nine. What are you doing with pepper spray? Eight or nine? No, no. Okay. So, so it's like are I knew. Permanent death. No, I like knew. Starts? I knew what was going on. I knew what pepper spray was, but I was like, nah, bro. Did you like, really though? You're eight, bro. What you, did you know? Like I knew. I knew. Like it's it, it could fuck up your eyes, and like anyone that I saw got sprayed. Like you know. They were like, ah, ah, ah. So I was like, what's going on? And the fun thing was like I sprayed it up, like thinking, oh, like you know, that's gonna like it's not direct in your eyes, so like you know, <laughs> it's not gonna it did not work. Okay, if you're gonna you know self experiment with a pepper spray, don't spray it up. You might as well just spray it directly in your eyes. <laughs> do not self experiment. Wait, how about you? No, no, no. I pepper sprayed myself. I survived once. my experience. Another another person is shout out to Nick, shout out to me. There what you did go. You pepper spray. I, I pepper. Well, I didn't mean to. What what happened was one of the times they broke in. Uh, we chased them off before I could pepper spray them. Unfortunately, they ran off of my fucking speaker. That's an L. It was like two hundred dollar JBL. But anyway, so we're skulking back up to go play Fortnite and get high because, like, uh, at the time we were OGs for Fortnite. By the way, not trying to brag, but we were there before <laughs> back in like like fucking September twenty seventeen. Anyway, so we're walking back up. 
And uh, it was still like, you know, like in the ready to spray mode. And uh, I stubbed my toes. So I was like, ah, fuck. And like I, I clicked the button in like reaction, to, like pain. And uh, it sprayed a cloud. And my friend Neil was walking up behind me and he's like mid talking to me. And then like he gets to the cloud and like he just stops mid sentence, like, Ooh! and he starts commando crawling back down the stairs. And he was like on the front lawn screaming, like, I'm going to kill you. And like, you know, when you like hit your younger brother or sister too hard and you're like, oh, uh, they start crying. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. Look, I'll, you can hit me. I'll hit myself. Please don't, don't tell mom. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. So I'm like, no, I'll, I'll walk through the pepper spray cloud too. And I did. And I, now I'm on the lawn too. All their friends are walking by because it's fucking 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. And they're like, what the fuck are you guys up to? <laughs> they were even shocked. They're just like, yeah. Get, get you a friend Wait. like Nick who walked through a pepper spray cloud for you, just, you know. Well, I mean, I caused it, but. <laughs> yeah, at least, you know, at least you, you were honorable enough to do that, you know. It hurt a lot. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Wait, okay, Nick, you might be like the most qualified person to answer this, but is there like okay, is there a difference between pepper spray and bear spray? And oh yes, bear, bear spray, spray is like weaker, more intense. No, bear spray is weaker, weaker because they're more sensitive oh. to capsation. Everyone makes this mistake, including me, when I was researching, and then I, I, I luckily saw that before I bought the pepper spray, and I'm like, okay, switch bear just pepper. Yeah. Oh, so like if you bear spray someone, like it's gonna hurt less than pepper spray. Yeah, like I, I'd even say that someone could continue to attack through the bear spray. Oh, yeah, like but, they don't rely on bear spray, people. But bear oh. spray will keep you safe from bears, though. Mm. Yeah. Well, bears are even worse than like uh, you know, like white people with spice, right? Like they're, they're like, ah! you know? <laughs> like white people think nah. mayo is spicy. <laughs> Meanwhile, bears are like, ah, oh, water. <laughs> fair, no, it's fair. fair. Valid, fair. valid, valid, fucking point and yeah. solid train of thought. But yeah, no, that's it's really interesting to go and to know about you guys doing the parties. And I'm guessing you guys did that for what 2017 was that the only time you did? It? I, I feel like there was the oh, Russell we, one as 2017, well. 2018. We moved out yeah, after years, 2017, yeah. and these okay. four first year girls or five first year girls were moving in, and we we told them, and they're like, "Yeah, we're so ready. We're so excited for this party." So second time in 2018 rolls around, and like I get there, uh, a lot of fucked up shit happened that day. Like not bad but like just it was a fuck day anyway so i okay. i finally roll up to the front of my old house and i walk in i'm like yo what's up and then one of them's like are you that fucking nick lorraine i'm like yeah and they're like you don't know how many fucking tens of hundreds of people have walked through the front door saying oh yeah no i know nick lorraine he lives here holy fuck get out of my house now and i'm like what what, what? and they kick me out they're like instant are you serious? They have PTSD from you just, you know, running the whole school. It wasn't <laughs> even noon. Them, yo. <laughs> it wasn't noon. It was like 11 a.m. Oh, man. Wow. They were like, nah, we've gone through enough of your shit. Like, man, you know? the first time we hosted, though, like uh, the fucking neighbors called the cops, obviously, because they hate us. And the cops rolled by and it was like me and like a dozen dudes on our front lawn because it was like fucking 7 a.m. <laughs> you know, there's no one else out yet. And all the yeah. girlfriends are like, fuck you, I'm going to bed until like nine, like a normal person. <laughs> and so like we're just a bunch of dudes playing beer pong and the cops roll by. Oh, I heard there's a street party, a lot of sausage fest here. Eh? You're not going to get a bunch of girls here. And the girl cop is roasting us. And we're like, fuck. And then uh, at 10.30, 10.30 is when there was about like uh, like 800 people on our front lawn. And that same girl cop walks by and with the megaphone, I'm like, yeah, how you like us now, eh? Or no, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. <laughs> I, I can't claim credit for that. But she was... <laughs> Yo, our neighbor though, we we actually got in fights with them. Like she was like, "You guys are taking over this neighborhood." I'm like, "Yo, just 
you know, as a student neighborhood for over 200 years, you know, you're technically the invader here. And like the cop had to like stop her. <laughs> she was bad. Did, really? did, they, did they ever find you guys? Like, did you guys ever get fined? Not for anything except St. Pat's. In, and we got dropped because they purposely, I, th- I think purposely wrote it as uh, 3 a.m., which is clearly disprovable. And so when I walked into the wow. court, I was like, at 3 a.m., what? And there's like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is clearly an error. It's quashed, which is apparently the legal term for getting rid of it. Really? That's pretty cool. And did we, you guys have to get any permits? No permits? It was just- Oh, no. No. We, we had to go fund me for the fine. We, we raised, like, the full fine amount because everyone who went there felt bad for us taking yeah, the L obviously. for having a party. So they, they paid for all that. And when it got quashed, like, we don't want to pocket it because we're not dicks. So uh, the Humbleton bus crash at the time. Uh, they had a GoFundMe, so we donated directly there, and then some people, like everyone who donated proof, nope. and said, "Hey, appreciate it. There's no way for us to refund you, so we just took the money and did this." Respect. Nope. That's, no, respect. that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I mean, no, it, I mean, shout out, bro. No, it's, it's not respect. Amazing. It's the bare minimum expectation. If you pocket yeah, the money, yeah. that's fucked up. It's not impressive you donated. That's just expected. That's the bare minimum, you know. I know, but like doing the bare minimum is not the expectation nowadays. Yeah, like, hold on, let's be real. I don't know. You know, this honestly, okay, this is this is something that's interesting, and I, we were originally going to talk about this, but we tried to talk about this like in a past podcast episode, and I kind of want to bring it up again. And I feel like I I feel like Nick kind of exemplifies this in the in the sense of like it's very like rare to find like people who are like productive but also degenerates. Like I, I would like to identify myself as one of those people, but I feel like no one really shows that as much as Nick. So like, do you have any like a guy? Okay, not necessarily tips, but like, why do you think you can pull it off? Like, is there like a reason that you think you can be successful with it, or is it just like like you're built this way type shit? <laughs> I blame my upbringing. And I'm very happy for that. Okay. Like, uh, you gotta remember, like, age 12, like, fucking, like, 5 a.m. before school, gotta go feed the fucking cattle. What the fuck is this? Child labor, fun fact, is legal in Canada, and you don't have to pay them. So it's slave child labor as long as they're on a farm, you know? <laughs> so uh, I would get paid. Uh, eventually, once I started getting paid, it was, like, a quarter of minimum wage, you know? Like, it was, like, like you know, like, it was bad. And I have to go and shovel silage for, like, like overall, like, you know, it would add up. And then, like, uh, you know, like, in high school, I finally was, like, okay, if I'm gonna go work... 40 hours on top of school at age like fucking like 15 I may as well earn real money so I went and worked elsewhere but yeah like that that, that farming work ethic and the like if nothing else just like manual labor for 80 hours a week fucking sucks so if, when you're sitting in office like when I, I did investment banking for a bit obviously and like like when you do that for a year straight at like 90 hours a week that's such a walk in the park when you're comparing it to 80 hours of manual labor like holy shit <laughs> you know wow Wow, no, that that explains a good amount. Like that gives you some perspective. I mean, that and almost I've heard a lot about. Like, like Sorry? that was two th- losing the farm almost a few times. Like th- those two things really, really give you one that like fire to like go and like mm. make sure that doesn't happen to you or your kids. And also, yeah. like it just puts yeah. everything in perspective. You know, perspective. No, that's 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 really insightful in terms of just understanding. Oh, I gotta live the best life I can, but. In, in order to do that, like I gotta go get it. That's that's pretty. It's pretty dope. I guess I was I was expecting like a fairy tale kind of answer, but that was like oh some some mm-hmm. real stuff right there. It's like just just work <clears throat> ethic and hard, just fucking the hard experiences and work ethic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, put those, your kid through really some it. bullshit when they're young, so that by the time they're an adult, the real world's actually pretty much like chill compared. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, a lot of parents try to do that at least or attempt. 
not successfully, but attempt. That's all that matters. I don't know, bro. Hey, travel back in time and have my mom. We'll see how that works out for you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, no, like, that's uh, what do you call it? Like, Nigerian immigrants, for example, to Canada are like some of the most successful people because, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, just like the work ethic and shit they instill upon, like, their kids culturally. Like, like holy shit. Yeah. Like, it really builds fucking hustlers, right? Like, like D, with yeah, you and your, uh, your startup, that, like, uh, obviously, you know, financial regulation prevented that from starting. But regardless, though, like, you were always fucking grinding and stuff, right? Like, like yep. I talk, like, yeah, like, I have work ethic and shit, but, like, you fucking certainly do too. Holy shit. So. <laughs> Don't don't just look at me like I'm some fucking great person. Like look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I appreciate the the little shout out there. But I think all of us here, we we kind of like you know Luke talking about balancing the 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 actual you know being on your stuff, being on your shit. I'm sorry, I don't have proper words in my vocabulary right now. Being You're not on, even drinking, bro. Like just, you got zero excuses. Just let it go, let it go. Just being able to balance being on your shit and being a degenerate is something I think we all try and pride ourselves in doing. Like, you know, like I love to like have the most fun and just be, and I think that that's probably where the similarity comes. Like just focus knowing like nothing happens without real hard work and like just, you know, you know, wanting the end result at the end. I was going to say one question, though, because you did talk about investment banking and, you know, working 90 hour weeks. And you say that because it is normal. I have a couple other friends that are investment bankers and they say that they complain about, you know, that like, you know, they have no lives. But, you know, thank God for your farm experience. That was not, you know, that. But just wanted to ask, how was your experience in that industry? Like, you know, Oh, how was the hours? Was it really crazy? What were the perks like? You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of you know stories. I would imagine the American uh, sorry, the American scene is a little bit different from the Canadian one, but I would still imagine like uh, the Ottawa scene is pretty bubbling. So, just talk a little bit about your experience as an investment banker, if that's fine with you. Yeah, no, like uh, I, I started my first co-op at Sanford Advisors. It's currently the number one for middle market tech M and A, which like middle market means like ten to hundred mil, roughly kind of deal size band. <laughs> for how much mm. the company's worth. But uh, yeah, no, holy shit. Like Ed, CEO, knows his stuff. That guy is fucking on top of the game and he deserves to be the number one guy for Canada's like scene for middle market tech. Killer. Are you, are you Killer. kidding me? So so he's he's definitely a, what's what's this guy's name from the billions man? I forgot I forget his name. Like is he like Axelrod? Axel is he like yeah. a Bobby? He's a Bobby Axe, like a Bobby Axelrod. He'll just come at you. He's that's like, hedge fund. That's, it's a different type of guy that you need to run a hedge fund as opposed to like M and A. But like yeah, uh, yeah same similar but, vein of competence. So yeah, for sure. You know, competence in terms of just knowing everything that's going on, all the deals, like mm. all the companies in the park and the oh one percent. And yeah, like, so when I was working there, like, uh, Boris was like my like direct guy. He's a VP now. He was an associate at the time. He was absolutely the heart and soul of the company in terms of working. And like, for me, like, even in the internship, it was a lot of hours. But uh, I, I don't think I really like appreciated at the time how amazing of an internship it was just because like, it was my very first one. And, you know, like, I'm like my father where like, we're both kind of like, you know, it's it's weird to work for someone else as opposed to working for yourself. That's probably what I like about tech sales is like you really like as long as you're producing, they don't give a shit what you do. So like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like I it was it's, it was a bit of an adjustment, but for the most part, fucking amazing. A lot of uh, Excel, a lot of PowerPoint, especially PowerPoint, and uh, also a lot of uh, what do you call it, prospecting for like uh, new new companies that would take us on. And uh, yeah, then I went on to uh, Constellation Software where I did a uh, buy side M and A for tech companies in the same kind of size band that was okay. amazing experience as well i did like uh what do you call it like a year there almost and um yeah overall like 
amazing company, amazing time. A lot of lot of Excel in that one, especially not really many PowerPoint, but like yeah. When you're saying buy side, I'm thinking so. Uh, and Constellation that's also based in uh, Canada as well. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Canada, Harris Ottawa. Computer is, which is their biggest or second biggest. Uh, I've heard company. Harris Computers before. Wow, that's a huge company. Yeah, yeah. Constellation owns Harris plus six other ones the size of Harris or five or actually no four now because they spun off a total specific. Something you know the European part. Okay, wow. So and and I'm guessing from this. So you're saying like looking back hindsight, like you think the experience was great. So I'm guessing uh, like it worked fine. Were the extracurriculars awesome? I definitely want to ask about the extracurriculars. Like, was there like were there awesome parties? Were there like how how was that? And then like like how did the like tell me about this hour breakdown? Is it that oh you need to complete this presentation like? this week and it doesn't matter how many hours you need to do it or it's just like they just keep giving you more tasks irregardless of time frame or your yeah yeah prior so load. like 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 uh, most of your friends i guarantee are going to be on the sell side which is like working for like a big bank like let's say rbc yeah you know and uh, they're gonna be doing sell side investment banking which is really like what you just described where they're like oh deadline 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 fuck you i'm loading more you know, okay. or it's yeah. like with the other shit, it's like not as much, you know, buy sides much more chill. It's why people aim for it. Right. Yeah. But, that's uh, what prospecting, right? Like looking at companies, looking at their books. You know, it, it's going. like, w- would you rather be the one? Uh, there's, there's a yeah, vulgar, yeah, yeah. there's a vulgar yeah. analogy for this, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, no, I, know, when, I, I got that. I got the drift, <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Basically the, the way I've heard it described to me from another was, uh, <laughs> You know, would you rather be the one on the sidewalk selling your body, which is sell side MA, or would you rather be the creepy dude in the car driving around deciding which one you want, which is buy side MA? Both are kind of sus, but like one's less, you know? <laughs> that, that, okay, that, that wasn't my words. It's like someone else. Love it. But, no, someone else's. Yeah, and I yeah. love that, you know, you made, I can imagine like the, yeah. the analogy. Yo, but you guys want to hear a fucked up story from uh, the, the one <laughs> fucked up story from buy side? Hell Go yeah. for it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm under NDA for this, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> don't yeah, disclose any, any company names. Yeah, no, no, don't worry. But like uh, basically, so uh, I, we were working on I wasn't working on a deal. My coworker who just joined the firm was also working on this other deal that I wasn't a part of. And he's like, yo, man, like we're in the final stages. I'm just doing like background due diligence. Do you know what to look for? And one thing that popped in my head immediately was, oh, uh, d- did you see if there's any uh, lawsuits? And he's like, oh, no, they said no. I'm like, well, yeah, but did you did you chat? <laughs> and so he's like, no. And I'm like, well, let me Google. So I Google company name lawsuit. First thing it pops up right away, uh, state of blank against the employer. And uh, the one of the employees sued. So the employees sued. And th- this is how it basically read the transcript. So it started. They were in the interview. And the CEO is uh, interviewing them. And it's a sales job in tech. And... She, uh, the, he opens with saying, you know, girls suck at sales, so don't expect to get this job. Uh, you'll be lucky the fact that you're even interviewing here. And I'm like, even in the beginning, I'm like, well, why did you fucking bring her in for an interview if you actually believe that? What the fuck is this? Anyway, hires her again. Like, what the fuck? Hires her. First day on the job, she walks in. He pulls a whip out of his desk, whips it at her, and then says, you like that, don't you? This is the CEO of the company. <laughs> And I'm like reading this, pulling my hair out. Like, are you, wait, 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 did we close yet? Did we buy it? Did we buy this company? And he's like, no, no, we're about to close. I'm like, holy fuck. No, no, it gets worse. It gets way worse. 
So this this shit keeps escalating. I won't. I'll spare you the details. But eventually, eventually, Wait, she doesn't quit. Like right there, <laughs> dude. I don't think like, you understand, Florida. <laughs> Yo, Florida's right to work, whatever the fucking thing is, where, like, you know, like, you need the money, you know? Like, it's money. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so fucking, uh, eventually she goes to HR, even though he's the dude of the company. She's like, look, like, I understand it's CEO, but, like, here's what's happening. <laughs> what's Please HR help. Do? Please help. And, no, HR is like, yo, okay, we'll move you to a different spot, different job. We'll keep your pay, though. Don't worry. Everything's fine. She gets moved. Dude finds out, is like, what the fuck? Where'd she go? Calls HR. HR comes into the office and they're like, yeah, this is why he runs through the middle of the hundred person office. It's open concept. So all 100 people are in one giant, giant room. He finds her desk, jumps up and down on it, shouting snitch, snitch, tattletale, tattletale. She told on me to HR. The CEO of the company is like 50. He's 50 and doing this and probably obese. I just picture my head. He is. And he's doing this shit. And anyway, so everything's fine. Still, whatever. Her pay doesn't get uh, her pay gets docked. Still, her pay still gets docked. Like <laughs> yeah. So when her pay gets docked, she goes to HR. She's like, "What the fuck? You said that we'd be cool." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. Our bad, but we're on a wage freeze, so we can't fix it." But there is one way we could fix this. One way you could get a raise. Do you guess what that would be? No, oh, no, they didn't. God. Well, we know, we know, no way. I know what you're thinking, and they okay. did say that. Yes, HR did say this. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Thank fuck. Thank fuck. That's not what it was. I know what you're thinking. It wasn't that. Okay, it's worse almost. Borderline. Oh. No, it's, it's less worse for her, but like worse overall for like just what the HR. fuck. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you got to take a class. It's uh, twice a week, an hour. It covers your lunch, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and she's like, okay. In this building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, this room. She's like, okay, what's it on? Scientology. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> when I read that word, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold Yo. up. Yo, dude, this is not real. No, no, no. no. Like, that's what I'm going to say. I'll send you links after, but, like, this is this is dead-ass real. Anyway, I, it, gets, is- it gets worse. So I look up because, like, a lot of organizations have gotten wise to Scientology. So they start publishing uh, going clear lists where they list all the members and all this shit. So I Google the guy's name and uh, Scientology and uh, the CEO guy. And uh, sure enough, first, uh, the list that comes up, you know, top rank, Ron L. Hubbard, he's dead, founder of Scientology. You know, he's always going to be top. Second highest rank, we got Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's missing wife. Tom Cruise's <laughs> new wife. Fun fact, Tom Cruise's missing wife probably was sex trafficked by Scientology. Jesus Christ, but whatever. Anyway, uh, then third rank, we got like 10 people. Fourth rank is the CEO. He's in that group. Fourth highest rank of Scientology is this motherfucker. And so I'm like, holy shit, tell me when we buy this company, tell me he's gone. And my friend who's on the deal, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, totally gone. That's part of the deal. I'm like, thank fuck. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Who is taking over? Who's our contact that's like going to be like third rank of science? No. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, he says it's this divorce couple. I'm like, okay, divorce. That probably means they're not part of a religion, you know? So I Google their names. Yeah, fifth highest rank. Fucking hell. So I'm like, are you shitting me? Turns out we Google around. It's in Clearwater, Florida. Fun fact that is the capital of Scientology, and it's over through the population of Scientologists. Man, I couldn't find you one single fucking Scientologist in Ottawa. Meanwhile, there's a company of 100 of them. Turns out they're all Scientologists. All of them. Wow. Yeah. And about to close a multi million dollar deal. Did you close it? Yes, they closed that deal. On my own show. We did. You guys closed that deal? Yeah. It was yeah. too much. It, dude, this thing yeah, had like 47 so percent EBITDA ratio. Like, dude, like the 47% EBITDA say. margin. I'd buy that shit no matter what. They could be cooking what? babies. 
<laughs> no, no, but anyway, we'll, anyway. We'll fix that. We'll fix that in post and PR, but the financials are too good. Yeah. What? Wow. Wait, no, no. That the is... baby joke was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but anyway, anyway, anyway. So the worst part was I had to now, part of my internship experience was looking into uh, cult uh, radicali- de-radicalization programmers, like consultants for de-radicalization from cults. What the fuck does investment banking? And they banking? exist. Uh, of course they do. Dude, investment banking, man, it takes you down some wild paths. Like, like I would, I would not think like that. Like, wow, like just wow, just dealing with the whole this, Scientologist community and just being shocked and just HR wilding, you know, fucks just me doing up, their though? own thing. It's like, like, bro, like when we sold this company, it didn't go to the guy; it went to Scientology Church. Like, it went directly to the church. So. Basically, we funded human trafficking because that's the main source of revenue for this church. We, I basically, I, I directly contributed human trafficking is what I'm saying. So I do feel very, very kind of weird about this, you know? <laughs> wow. So Amazing. wait, it was the church, wait, the church was the, was, it was the church that purchased the company? No, no, we bought the company from the church. Or? Well, from the guy, oh, but the check from? went to the church because, like, the church owned the company because they from? own all of your assets when you join that church, bro. It's again, it, like, if, yeah, just, uh. okay. Dude, oh, you're wow. going to search up that yeah. guy's name now and he's going to be yeah. like third highest rank. Like, yeah. he bought his way <laughs> no. to the third highest yeah, rank. Yeah, no, bro. honestly, like, if you, if you, you give me some cash and I flip it to be a multi million dollar asset, yeah, okay, I'm definitely being a high ranking official. Bro, but their wow, sales team was encouraged. To do like 75% off deals just because they needed money to give to the church to meet their donation quota for the week. Like it was such dumb shit. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Man, dude, I'm telling you like at some point, like the human race has just gone too advanced. That now like so many businesses exist off creating zero value. Like they just exist. 70% of all revenue is generated B2B, which is not actually valuable to the end consumer, right? So, like, yep. if you think yep. about it, 70% of our economy is based off of paper trading. So, like, when... Literally. And this is not uh, this is not an old thing. This is kind of a new trend, right? So, when the next collapse... Well, not collapse, but, like, crisis happens, and once one business goes under, because 70%, 70 cents of every dollar is B2B, now when one company goes under, then all of a sudden every other company's hurt, and then another goes under, yep. and another, and another. Like, I feel like the domino house of card type shit is, like, much more leveraged than it used to be. Yeah, no, I, I totally, saying, absolutely agree with that. I'm scared. Let's let's just go open a bunch of farms, boys. <laughs> Corn mazes. That's the way. That's the way. In Florida. In, in, invest in real assets. Okay? Bro, I'm Land. telling you, we just got to put a spin on it. Like, not corn mazes. We'll grow, like, some obscene Chinese vegetable. Like, bitter melon mazes. Yo, what the fuck is that one thing that smells like absolute ass dur- durian? 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 Durian, durian? durian? durian mazes, bro. Durian, durian <laughs> mazes. We charge $100 just to go in. No, I can only work in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll, we'll figure BC, it out. BCO, BC, oh, yeah, Vancouver. We'll figure it out. Easy we'll, money. We'll, we'll get a farmer and we'll, we'll definitely try and Yo, did you know money. durians? Those huge, like, literally, like, the size of watermelon and spiky. They grow on trees. I thought, whoa, really? They grow on trees and they fall and the fruit ripens and falls at night. Really? 
Yeah. So they're they're like um they're really popular in Malaysia. And I went to school in Singapore and like I'm drinking at some bar in Malaysia when we're out like on a weekend or like on vacation. Mm-hmm. And the bar owner is like I'm like, oh hey, like I wanna get my um like some of these people who have never tried durian before to try some durian. Do you have a market recommendation? He's like there. He's like, Oh, you know fun fact? One thousand people in Malaysia die a year because durians fall on their head at night. Okay. I don't wanna like, laugh, but just how random is that? <laughs> like a How year, random. a year, bro. A thousand people are just getting murked by durians <laughs> falling on them. Were they already like, low on HP or what? <laughs> bro, Arya, let me drop a fucking durian from you from like a tree. You tell me if you survive that. Yeah, exactly, full HP ass motherfucker over here. <laughs> no, you know how many times I'm drunk in a forest at night? Like, like this would be it. Like, I probably would have been one of those thousand per year. Like, I can't laugh because oh, I would have been them. <laughs> Getting drunk in forests, that's definitely... No, but think about it, bro. What other, what other like, fruit or vegetable that's that big grows on a tree? Coconut. Oh, yeah. yeah like, coconut's hard, though. Coconut. Pineapple. A durian's yeah. fucking huge, bro. That shit, like... That shit's, like... Yeah. Anyway. Yo, yo you know they make ice cream with that shit? It's... Bro, dude, I, I, I don't know what to say, but, like, all... I swear on my life, all Asian women love durian. And it, it... And it makes no sense. And they like it, yeah. It, it, like, it, it, do they not smell it? Like, holy shit. When... I, I dude, don't understand it durian. disgusting. I don't understand it. Does it smell before you open it or, like, only after you open it? At I think all after. times. Oh, really? Sure. All times. No, at all times. At all times. Luke is like, yeah, no excuse. <laughs> dude, at, at all times. And I can't even tell you this, but, like, the... The taste of it to me is equally as vile. Wow. Yeah. Like it is the only fruit in the entire world, which I will say has a texture that's fucking like meaty. So yeah. do you want to have a meaty texture when you're eating a fruit? So wait a minute, why 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 are you going to bars and and asking them to get your friends to taste durian if you think it tastes vile? Because I've had. <laughs> why are you trying to do that? To that's your exactly why. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, yeah, do some fuck shit and let me know. Yo, no, did, did you hear the uh, global warming shrinking your dick? <laughs> I did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, bro, dude. I remember like me and Nick when we were doing debate, like uh, in our first year, our final like topic was about like the environment. I think it was about electric cars or something. Yeah. And this guy, and like this guy, like this whole time, this that guy we we're debating against, this whole time we're interacting with him after the debate, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I won like the Canadian national like contest for speeches." So, like, I'm a pretty important dude and shit like that. Dude, when we were debating there, the audience packed. Everyone was for that that team. Like, like, this this man had, like, stands. Bro, Bro, this guy had the most retarded shit that he'd say. And everyone would be like, yes, yes. And he'd be like, well, two bricks don't make a house. And people like... Dude, he closed with... No, he didn't even just say it that way. Like, the way he talked was very slow. Like, he would... he he was talking about like oh electric cars cost money and then he ends with like let me ask you all in the audience does two bricks make a house and everyone fucking not. applauded like it was the end of a Shakespeare play <laughs> no no he's like pile brick make a house shit and the worst part the worst part though this fucking guy talked worse than William Shatner where he'd oh my talk God. like this and he'd. <laughs> keep doing this and it drove me fucking oh. crazy <laughs> you probably thought it was on star trek or something <laughs> it actually cheesed me 
and the judges love that. Like, shit. I couldn't take notes, bro. I was angry. Like, I was just like, bro, what are you saying right now? Oh, man. So, th- this has you guys biased towards environmental niggas now? It's like, yeah, if all of them come like him, then we're not listening to you. Luke, literally. <laughs> I, if all of them are like him, the environment can go to shit. <laughs> Luke's notebook, there's just two lines. It's like two bricks, one house. <laughs> dot, dot, My dot. notebook is does two bricks make one house? Question mark. It's like 10 sketches of like bricks with two houses. Yeah, like different configurations. Like, no, no, this doesn't work. What about this configuration? Bro, I'm telling you, that's the type of guy to hear this. And then he starts his own podcast to refute this specific make the statement well just if you are listening man i i, I will find where you live and kill you just just <laughs> that's not a joke don't cut that Allegedly. i actually hate that joke i'm joking i'm joking no but seriously no what the fuck was that speech man like i'm pretty sure on my notes it would just say cunt huge yo wait wait wait, no, no. wait, wait hold up speaking of cunt i i know i shouldn't say the c word for north americans but yo, yo okay yeah wait, wait hold up hold up though i got i got a thesis okay Take the B word. I love theses more than that. Actually, you, go. the B word, right? What, what's yeah, the B word? Yeah, bitch. Bitch. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Don't All right. Get right. us to so, say it. That's cool. You know, as as a kid, like uh, growing up, like I, I would never say it because, like, you know, like bitch. There's no guy equivalent, right? Like, there's no like what what bastard, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't be the guy equivalent be like faggot? No, no, that's a gay no, person. I guess not. You know. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, okay. but yeah, like, like, like the B word. I is just not some word I say, not like intentionally per se, but it's just I don't know. It's like a gendered insult. I don't want to sound like a fucking yeah. uh, woke person, but you know what I mean, though, right? Cunt, I though, get what you mean. cunt, dick, duality. Dick. They both yeah. work. And yeah. cunt, yeah. amazing word. I love saying cunt. Cunt has an amazing ring to it. Holy shit! I won't like cunt. Cunt sounds awesome. Talk. I've actually had a I've had a conversation with a girl about this, and I was like, yo, mm. like. Why can't I say cunt? <laughs> like, like, is bitch like that much worse than cunt? You, oh, you guys can guess how that went. Like, you know, it went nowhere. <laughs> it was just like, D, you're fucked. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> I'm going to cancel you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My, my friend has heartburn and he drove to my place to take my medicine. <laughs> drove. I'm a good friend. What can I say? You're, you're a pharmacy That's now. Sweet. Now you're a pharmacy too, huh? <laughs> From the farm to farm. I mean, in the, uh... <laughs> No, no words shall be said. No words shall be said. But like Wait. Nick is a pharmacy. <laughs> like taking cunt. care of your friends. Fuck cunt. <laughs> no, no. no, but anyway, anyway, yeah, no, like cunt is a very egalitarian, whereas bitch is very much a gendered insult. So if anything, bitch yeah. should be the bad word and cunt should be the free word I can say whenever I want. And you know what? Y'all my cunts tonight. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Nick? You know what, Nick? Like I have three, like what snaps for your thesis solid line of thinking love the proof of work willing to adopt it Let's no go. one agrees though that's the worst passage. like what am i gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm saying i'm oh, saying i agree start. Yeah. i'm saying i agree start. i'm willing to adopt it like i love the egalitarian angle i love uh, the i love that apparently nick like eight percent of our listeners are from germany so you germany people like adopt the word cunt and stop using the word bitch hey like, yo fuck we're, germany we're though, am this. i right like if any if any cunt, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> like, don't don't oh, make wow. us okay. lose our only listeners <laughs> no 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 like uh bavaria amazing i love the black forest i haven't been to northern germany nor do i want to but like yo it's all right germans all right I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll joke. I'm sorry. Let, no, let's yeah, get yeah, the. Yeah, we, we'll become the most popular podcast in Germany. Fuck it. Let's go. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, ironically, we left this topic for last. It's kind of like the serious top, most serious topic, and we're like all like more lit than the beginning. But um, so you know, like you're obviously someone who's in finance. Um, you're someone who seems to know what they're doing in terms of the whole investment thing. Mm-hmm. So and life. I'd say, what are some general tips you would give to someone who's like an absolute beginner in investing, and then maybe someone who is a little bit further down the journey. So like someone who has no knowledge versus someone who, you know, knows like what an ETF is, know like what stocks are and maybe invest in stocks already. What are some tips you would give to both those parties? Well, I have the same tip for both really, but the second one gets an additional okay. one. The, the main tip that if nothing fucking else, please burn this into your memory and never forget it. Buy the S&P 500 ETF, whether it's SPY, whether it's whatever, just buy one that has low fees do you know how much money you need to never have to work again and earn 100K six figures for life? Inflation adjusting? No idea. $2 million. If you had $2 million in the oh. S&P, you would never have to work again and earn 100 grand per year on average after inflation. And that's with a conservative estimate of the yearly return. Because the last 100 years, on average, 9% is what it returns. But let's just be fucking conservative dickheads and say 7% just because fuck it. Why not? Let's be really, really pessimistic. Then beyond that, inflation, usually 2% per year. So knock another 2% off. It's actually been much lower lately, but 2% per year. If it does increase, stocks increase in in return as well, right? So anyway, my point is after inflation, after being a pessimistic dickhead, worst case Ontario, you're getting 5% real returns per year. So the first year, let's say you're in 100 grand. Next year, it'd be 102 grand, but it'd still be worth the same amount as 100 grand could buy you now. That type of shit. So my point is, at 5% per year on two mil, you would get a hundred grand for life every year for doing nothing. And that's all you have to do. So S&P 500 all day, every day of the fucking week. I've been on this for a while now, and I'm sure like both of you guys can attest to this. I've said this no. too. You're, you're really special, bro. <laughs> no, no. Arya's actually got some big brain shit because so many fucking idiots come out of accounting, finance, business, whatever. And there's like, oh, man, I, I totally know how to beat the market. I know how to invest stocks. No. 80% of a professional, professional investors will do worse than the S&P 500 in any given year. Yep. Yep. And the S&P 500 Absolutely. ETF? Zero fees, basically, because BlackRock is so fucking efficient versus your mutual fund that's got 2% per year, which is basically an inflation addition, you know? Literally. So go through through BlackRock? What? So go through BlackRock for the... Okay, I invest in S&P 500, but I do it through Vanguard right now. Should I switch? Yeah, no, no. Okay, okay. When I I said BlackRock, that's just an example. Any any low-fee ETF... Personal favorite. uh, My personal favorite? Yeah. Like, well, the SPY is going to be the one that's most applicable to most viewers. So that's what I'm going to say go for. Yeah, SPY is most popular as well. Yeah, I think I, SPY was the one uh, was the one I've been monitoring as well. But Yeah, but anyway, anyway. Solid for, advice. For the knowledgeable investors, though, you put like uh, 90% of your funds. Well, first off, put all your funds into the S&P 500. But every time you have a stock that you legitimately believe in, you legitimately think is actually undervalued, and you legitimately think will return a lot, like, uh, like for example, me right now, I'd say for me, it's Intel. Intel, their uh, conference call they just had, holy shit. Intel. The new CEO is fucking a genius. He's an engineer instead of a business fucking idiot. And like, I know I'm a business guy, but like, holy shit. That's a good fucking sign. <laughs> yeah, no, like that's a good, great sign for one. But more importantly, 
they have an issue where their their manufacturing foundries are shit, dog shit, fucking awful. But the geopolitics means that Taiwan making all their chips is cancer because all of the risk of China invading and ruining our ability to make computers, that's huge. So the United States and Europe are both saying, yo, we need domestic fucking manufacturing in the same way Canada got fucked with no vaccine manufacturing. Although after this topic, I do want to say my conspiracy for Canada's vaccine. But anyway, I'd want to hear. So that, going on to the going. Intel thing. And also, by the way, the conspiracy is not like a negative one. Don't worry for anyone. Yeah. Saying, don't discredit my financial advice, assuming what I think I think about. Anyway, <laughs> so the fucking uh, Intel, they're, they're, he's got a new focus. They're basically treating the foundry as a separate business. And because of that, it's going to be profitable on its own. It's going to have its own PL. It's amazing. And on top of that, they're designed, they're outsourcing now to TSMC, for example. So they've been fucked with seven nanometer for a while. I feel like we're getting a lot off into the weeds, so I'll stop actually. But no, 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 my, no, my thesis you're... is Intel for me is one of those stocks that I believe in. So for me, I pull some money, not a lot, but just some out of my S&P 500 p- play and put it into Intel. And that's how you earn above market returns. Because if you legitimately believe, and not because some guy in a message board told you to believe, but legitimately believe in a company, you have sound research and due diligence. That's how you earn above market returns. I think I think this that's is completely unrelated, but I'm about to put 50 percent of my money into Intel. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't I don't listen to Luke, people. Sorry. Yeah, but um, yeah, like just overall, like I said, like basically 90 percent of your portfolio ETF for the S and P 500, and anytime you have a company that you legit think is going to pop and believe in, put play money into it, right? But yeah. beyond that, most of your money should always be S and P 500 ETF. Yeah. No, bro. Like I, I absolutely agree. As someone who does not have ninety percent of their portfolio in S and P five hundred, I think I have like maybe twenty percent of my portfolio. I, I feel like you're absolutely correct because I think it's like a, not necessarily a gambler's fallacy, but a fallacy in the way of thinking. Because like people who invest, they'll think about their highest point of return on a certain day in a given year, and they'll be like, "That's like Me. the benchmark," but it's not the benchmark. It's actually how much you legitimately earn year over year right and in terms of that like when you look at history when you look at statistics you can't beat the market like genuinely well well and like bro actually most of us are not not consistently actually there there are there are strategies that do consistently beat the market and the, the issue is they're not scalable so once you get past let's say like a mil in the market or 10 mil or whatever low money that's not worth making a hedge fund around then all of a sudden it doesn't work because you're too big, right? But there are ways to actually okay. beat the market. It's way too complex for me to get into here just because it's going to be a l- ramble that 90% of people won't care about. But there, just so you know, that for small amounts of money, there are ways to beat the market. I would well, be very interested in some of those tra- strategies because I do not have hedge fund money right now. But <laughs> we could, we could definitely <laughs> we can definitely talk about that. But uh, I think the advice about the S&P is solid too. Like I've spoken to people about the concept of using the S&P as a savings account for your investments and, you know, so, just withdrawing from that and using that. To, mm-hmm. But not not exactly the same thing, but similar concept in terms of having most of your holdings there and yeah. it's still earning you some interest and then pulling out. But awesome advice. I, I really fuck with that. And even on the on the chip play, on the microchip play. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not with you on Intel, not, but but I will say. Anyone that's looking to make some good returns should definitely go check out what's going on in the chip industry and make their bets now. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and so hedge their bets as well. <laughs> I'll send you some articles afterwards. I think you'll be converted. But yeah. oh, okay. I'd, but I'd appreciate. I'll that. say this about Intel. Um, 
from like a financial perspective, I do think they're in a decent place, but it's just because like I've been looking at Nvidia for a while now and I've been thinking about investing that Fuck I feel like Nvidia. I'm very biased. But now that Nick is putting Intel out there, I'm gonna look into it. Okay. I do want to bring up one final topic before we kind of end things off and go to the community highlights, which was, um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to talk about. So I'm going to... Wait, wait, okay. I need to say the vaccine the- thing on record. Oh, yeah, yes. go. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to hear the vaccine. Because I'm pissed. It's not what you're imagining, but like, uh, okay, I called this back in January and it's literally playing out in front of our eyes now. So I feel vindicated, but I only have proof that I advocated and believed in this before like February. So like, I just want to have like a public record basically. So <laughs> United States, right? Biden had the hundred mil yeah. vaccines in the first hundred days. Now, recently yeah. he did it to 200 mil, but basically yeah. the issue is Biden, like they're on track to have by end of May, everyone vaccinated at least first dose who wanted it or no, like who uh, could have it. But they really, really, really downplayed the amount of anti-vaxxers. And more importantly, the amount of ramp up in production has been way higher than they projected. So now recently, like today or yesterday, 200 mils is the target now, right? Like it's huge. So my point is, once America gets back better, right? Like Canada is floundering right now, sure. Or at least they were, especially back in January when I first called this. The issue is America, half of all their states, over 25 of them, over half, our number one training partner is Canada with them, right? So mm-hmm. even if they're back fully to normal, like COVID doesn't exist in the States, but the rest of the world still does, unless Canada is also back to normal, their economy is going to be fucking in the toilet, right? And mm. of those states, over half of them are either swing states, Midwestern, red Republican type states that Biden needs to appease and win. So it makes both for the first time in like fucking like century economic and political sense to end up making sure that Canada is also okay. So the United States will be the first, besides Israel, that is fully vaccinated and back to normal, right? But because they have so much, they order like 400% above their population. We did like 500%. But because they have so much more coming in, they're going to first prioritize before anyone else, making sure Canada and also Mexico are vaccinated fully because their economy and politics incentivize them to do so. So I personally think Canada will be fully vaccinated and we will be everyone who wants and will have one by end of June. I think I end yeah. of June. I Maybe love even that end and of I'm June. with you. I'm with you. I hope you're right, man. Like I, I honestly, okay. I, I, I did zero research into this, so I'm completely blindsided by all of this news, but I hope you're right. This is based yeah, off intuition, but like the, the facts make sense. It speaks for itself. You can't argue about this in terms of the logic. Maybe it doesn't come to fruition, but literally as we speak, we are seeing it playing out in the news and I feel vindicated. So I think I think it's a really well organized theory. And yeah, yeah, like, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I like your line of thinking. Yeah. And and we've seen like I think the first I read somewhere the first implementation of the US USMCA, the new trade agreement is going to be post COVID and it 1000 percent rides on. You know, all parties. So the Canada, the U.S. and Mexico being fully vaccinated. Shout out to the U.S. already sending us vaccines. But I definitely hold the same. And I didn't have no backup. But I was like, I think we're going to be like in terms of vaccines end of summer. Like I've always been projecting for September is when I think things will finally start to like settle. 
Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to move to Saga in September because I feel like that's when work is I'm moving to downtown Toronto in September, eh? Let's, like, entertainment. Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay, you're going to be down. Uh, there we go. There, there's the man's go. So, yeah. downtown. We're all going to be in Toronto, yo. We'll September, yeah. yeah. So, it's like, yeah, that's that's literally my estimation is what I'm like. By September, like, yeah, no, nah, there's there's going to be at least, <laughs> there's going to be something done, some sizable change. But I think the original yeah. projection was that they were going to have everyone vaccinated by the end of the year. So if it happens earlier, hey, like, all for it. That's true. Hey, but, I called it in January. I mean, by... <laughs> yeah, I was pre-cog <laughs> about this shit. I'm, I'm proud as you can tell lit, about lit. this. I, I was like... Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Nick is like, I had to put it out there so people know. Like, I thought it. Okay, I, I thought got it. Screenshots in this, is year. <laughs> this is on record, yo. This is on record. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was going to say, like, the final topic, this is not that serious. You can, like, cover this in, like, two minutes. But... You know, we we all know this. I guess D doesn't really know this, but he's kind of aware. Like, three of us are business students. And, you know, business students, we get a lot of hate. But not just business students, especially finance students. Why do you think finance students get so much hate? And do you think it's deserved? Or do you think it's a lot of stereotypes? Um, just expand on that. Someone else. Or do you think I'm wrong? Like, do we not get hit? I've, hate? I've been talking too much. Someone else go, please. I mean, I think I can maybe touch on it a little bit. Sorry, D. I know you. You well. You have an idea. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You look disappointed. As the as the only non business student on the on the you know on the call, I think I should just state that yes, okay. Like I definitely have feelings towards business students, specifically finance students as well. You know, really first and 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 I won't lie. The first time I met Nick, you fed into the stereotype, but getting to know you, you're much better. Hey, why do you guys wear suits around <laughs> campus and feel like, oh, Yo, like, I'm like, wearing a like, choice, bro. All right, man, okay. Like, yeah, I, you've, they force you've explained they this to me. Us. You guys they have forced us. They don't force you guys to feel like you run the school when you're wearing Bro, just because okay. oh, so. you feel, feel, you feel, feel inferior. Just because you feel inferior does right, not man. mean that yeah. we feel superior. This is a two-way well, street, bro. You guys can you guys can push this OD. You ain't got no fucking self Are you on the money? I feel personally shameful to be wearing it in public for no reason and i feel yeah. almost embarrassed to walk dms's halls because i'm feeding into that stereotype and then Listen, like you know diplo you're like you even said oh nick first time i met you i totally thought you were like that and that's why because i was wearing, a suit wearing a that suit. i didn't want to wear i don't want to fucking firm you think Bro, we're firm they made us wear a suit when, you I always the context and me and Aria were talking about where wearing a suit does make you confident. It's not in the context of us being forced to wear a suit for a business event. That's well, not it because that's not a choice. You know what I mean? Like that's well, not a choice. I'm just telling you what why me as someone not in business school was always like, what the fuck do those business like? Who do they think they fuck? Okay, if you saw like, me in a suit, it wasn't consensual. That's all I can say. You, you know, <laughs> you know, you know why? You know why? Cool I think, too, so you, you, know, you know, you know why? I think business uh, business students and maybe finance students in specific get a lot of like you know, I guess hate or whatever from from the rest of the uni community. Um, mm -hmm. It's because like. I see, and I see this trend growing online with like people who interact with each other online as well. Um, there's like a growing hate towards like people who people who make money or people who manipulate markets or people who are considered making money elite. with money. Yeah, you know, like that's that's the kind of vibe that goes behind being a finance student or being a business student. You know, it's like you you taking the easy way out or whatever, and the rest of the campus easy. that well, that's the thing. That's that's that is the look. These these nodded. You know, like that is what other disciplines consider us, right? It's like I can be I can be a business student, and you know. 
anyone could be going to be a business student. Yo, look, yeah. here's my perspective though. You know, Can like you English class, student. You know, English class in high school. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, English and math were always cast as a duality in my uh, schooling experience growing up. So it's either you're an yeah. English student or you're a math student, shit like that, right? Like mm-hmm. you guys, English like, for like science, like for me, but like uh, yeah, same idea though. My my point yeah. being is that I was always cast as a math person, and so I, I naturally was almost forced by the school to foster a disrespect for English, even though I read a fuck ton of books at the time. Like I I read so much, I still do, but I just didn't respect English. And uh, you know, as I grew up, in the same way where when we learn calculus in high school, ninety nine percent of kids won't ever use that. Not, the point isn't calculus. The same with English. The point isn't to fucking say the curtain's blue because the author's sad. The point is to understand reading between the lines, learning subtext, and learning things like, you know, allusions, shit like that. Things that a lot of us take for granted. I'm sure all of you do. But then you run into the yeah. people and you realize, oh, shit, they don't understand the concept of fucking sarcasm and shit like that, right? Or, like, they don't understand, like, a metaphor that I'm making and they think it's literal, you know? Shit My like that. like. Life. <laughs> And it's the same way the other way around, though, right? Like uh, people yeah. look at math or like, you know, finance and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And they don't have respect for it in the same way that growing up as a child, I didn't have respect for English. But I, I think, you know, as you mature more, you, you start to understand everything. Like, you know, art actually is interesting to look at. It's not just pretentious. There is actually a lot of interesting stuff about our history you can find from a Picasso painting like Wernicke, right? And the same can be true yeah. with finance. Like that yeah. being said, though, making money with money. I don't respect it as much as safe farming, put it that way. But uh, yeah, I, I do understand where they're coming from. But on the other hand, if you're if you're going to get an English degree, chances are society is well in Canada. Sub, it can't like society is subsidizing over half of what your tuition is without you knowing, and you're probably not going to be employed in English. So basically, you're just being a leech on society <laughs> to a certain extent of it. Smithy, you're not going to be employed in wait, English. That is wait, hilarious I, to think I, about. I'll say this, man. Like, I don't know if this is like in the same vein of how you guys feel about this, but I always feel like, for example, people respect people who make money through a literature lens, but people don't really respect people who make money through a finance lens. Well, moving and money around like, a paper is fucking not worth making money for it. You're basically creating value for yourself at a, a, the loss of another. It's just not valuable sure. to society. Sure. But I, I guess the way, the way I always think about things is people like to think about like all oh, society and like blah, blah, blah. But for me, like the only way of thinking that truly matters is the way of thinking that can impact you as a person. And it's like, this is really relevant to you as a person that people who are in finance theoretically could make money easier than people who are in literature. I personally feel like people who dwell on things like that, it's like, it's just a waste of time. You're just hating for no reason. And like, if you really do think finance is easier then go into finance, man, and not just think money is important. Then stop talking about this whole thing. like, why are you even focusing on this thing? It's extremely privileged. Can... It's extremely privileged to take yeah. an English or a philosophy degree. That is the exemplary it's example insane. of fucking privilege because it shows it you never struggled with money growing up. And, you yeah. know, like, I understand <laughs> the ethical issues with going yeah. to finance. Like I said, my, making money with money, I did, <laughs> sometimes there's value, but it's pretty rare, right? So, like, yeah. I get where they're coming from. But on the other hand, the fact that society is subsidizing you taking an English degree, that is the like that's the height of privilege right so like i'm not some woke guy but like if we're talking in that game like holy shit look at the mirror you know like it's a fucking like come on do a trade or something jesus you know do something valuable for. (laughs) i i I think i speak for all of us when i say this 
if any of us went for a philosophy degree, our parents would be less than thrilled. That's I'm not going to get least. into the details of what they would necessarily <laughs> do, but they would not be happy. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think another big thing about 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 it too the, the the difference in perspective. I think in general, to business students, like one of their biggest characteristics are just being opportunists, and I think that can mm. that can rub certain people the wrong. Certain people who are not opportunists can take that the wrong way because they just live under a different lens. They live under I, you know, like I'm just going down my lane. I'm sticking to my own thing, but like. You know, business students, they, they, the whole point of that field is to be an opportunist, right? So that can, that can rub people the wrong way. The issue is there's good opportunism and bad opportunism. And a lot of like yeah. sales, for example, right? People understand you're in a sales call. Like I literally have to say, yo, yo, like, like hold the fuck up. I, I literally sometimes swear in sales calls just to prove I'm not like some script reading monkey, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, like hold up. Like I'm actually not trying to like fuck you here. Right. And like people are like, oh, okay, okay. I'll listen finally then. But like, you get what I mean though, right? It attracts a lot of scumbag shits that would probably be better off dead for society. So I understand again where the stereotype comes from. But like, you know, stereotypes are used to explain away things like, 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 for example, when I was hanging with my friend in Spain, they fucking shut up like four hours late. Four hours late. That's like, like, I know, uh, like, D, like, you, you sometimes show up a bit late and stuff, or so I've heard. I, you haven't done it to me, but, like, I've heard, you know, it's, it's a thing you do. No, it, and, it's, like, it's absolutely a thing I do. But, like, stereotypes are used to explain, like, like when you do it, it's not that you don't respect my time. It's just, like, a cultural thing. So it's like, oh, he didn't mean to offend me or show that he doesn't care about me. It's just, like, it's, he didn't mean to do that. It's just, like, you know, it's just a cultural thing, It's the way thing, he right? shows love. Yeah, like, stereotypes are used to explain away offense rather than used to prejudge people you should never prejudge yeah. a person mm. an individual with a stereotype mm. and so many people lose that on both sides i love that Excellent that's a, a sh- exactly put. big switch in perspectives there look at it mm. as a post as opposed to a pre yeah. like a real debater bro <laughs> no dude if we were a real debater i'd be reading a format what what yeah they don't it turns out we finally got learnt at the end of our course as yeah. a debate squad Turns out they're not marking us based on if we're right. You could say falsehoods, but if you follow the structure and format that they want, that's how they mark you. We didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like, it sucks, man. They that's wonder why any fake educational news is real. institution. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the most patriarchal thing ever because, like, I feel like that's how it works in politics. Yeah, you know? in, no, in like not a politics. lesser, maybe in like a. I was gonna say in a lesser degree, but maybe like not in a lesser degree. Well, where do you All think they learn it? It was politicians. That's all this is institutions in general, like politics. It is institutional. Like, me, yeah, me and Nick have been in debates where afterwards someone has said something where we're like, "There's no way that's real," and we search it up and it's like blatantly false. But it's okay because they just said it. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't matter if you're right; it matters if you argue the structure if, correctly, yeah. right? And that's if the issue is. Within- all our politicians, the people you Luke and I went against in these debate shit, those are our future politicians that we were arguing against. And even though we were right, we were told by the system that fuck you, you didn't argue in the correct way. So therefore, no one cares what you said. Oh, well, here's what system you want to know why our world is so fucking corrupt and shit. That is why. Because you don't give that a shit about what you say. You care about the structure and format. Did you follow the rules? And unfortunately, yeah. my takeaway from that whole thing is I am not trying to do politics. <laughs> no so <laughs> those people who are like on this like random shit, they're still trying to do politics. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. Wait. Like when I'm 30, I want to move back to Nova Scotia. Like I've traveled a lot, do as I, you guys bro. know. And like, honestly, I still genuinely, as much as I in my youth wanted to disagree, Nova Scotia is the greatest goddamn Fuck place on yeah. earth, at least for me. 
And uh, so, dude, bro, if 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 one day, like God forsake, one day, 30, 40 years in the future, Nick Loring runs for prime minister, I'm gonna try my best to rally the Chinese population against you. You just have to be conservative. This yeah. guy's conservative. That's gonna population. make my job easier. Is that the funniest thing? Is that all these people would love to go for the conservative party if it wasn't for the fact that they have so many fucking batshit insane people that are like, we need to like deport them and shit. Like, like you guys understand? You guys agree on everything. Dude. You just don't like how they look. Like. It's such a honestly, big gold mine for these. Do Chinese people, people be honestly, so dense that like politicians be like the poor Chinese people and Chinese people like oh conservatives yeah <laughs> and I'm like dad you know they're saying like deport us right and there's like yeah but conservative not liberal no gay people <laughs> yeah. Yo, I won't no lie, I won't that's my mom my mom is like conservative they love Jesus let's go <laughs> it's so funny yo okay uh, wait wait is your mom like the type that's like uh, wash me in the blood of Christ 1000% yo 100 what it's love the ideal conservative yo, consumer that is that is that is my mom right there you know like what? I remember uh, just not gonna just I'm not gonna you know put her political views out there yeah, but yeah. wild I tell you for for a woman living in Africa currently still <laughs> wild yo but okay. isn't it weird though like uh, like everyone I met from like uh, sub-Saharan Africa especially in like Western Western Africa like yeah. you know Ghana especially uh, like uh, a lot of guys in my university I went to in Italy were like from there and stuff they were very religious and not in like a bad way but just in like the the words they used. Like, uh, we're very visceral. Like, uh, the blood of Christ was used often. And I was like, you know, if anything, like, like religion's not logic, right? It's like belief and passion. So if anything, yeah, I was yeah. like more drawn to that than Catholicism, like, or like the, my version of Catholicism, because they're Catholic too, obviously. And like, you yeah. get what I mean though, right? Like, it seemed much I do, more like, I do. passionate, you know? There's, my mom yeah. is, yeah, my mom is 1,000. She's in the passion crowd. Like, not, yeah. not that much structure. It's not that much, you know. Yeah. rules it's just as long as you're passionate and you love them you know yeah you know it's good it's great shout out mm -hmm. conservatives you know your mom is great bro i love your mom yeah she's awesome yeah. too you know shout out to my mom <laughs> okay yo i think your mom your mom did try to get me to go to church a couple times when i was with you <laughs> yeah and actually, i love your enthusiasm <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> Yo, you should have gone though. They're actually like a fun time if he, if she took you to like uh, one of like a like a, like a church. For, Dude, like, you know, Nigerian and African churches in general. I I went to Energy. one when I was in high school. Not the typical church experience. Yeah, no. Like I might as well like, and and I know saying this is extremely offensive, and I'm I'm very sorry for African churches, but like for me, who's from like a Protestant Chinese church. When I went to an African church, it legit felt like a con like a concert. <laughs> no, that's what that like, was. You, that was so you literally like, what I was like. Say. Women were lit, out there lit. clapping, shaking maracas. There were people that were fainting. I was like, "Bro, <laughs> the what, weird, what is but... going? What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's but like just, that passion, though. That that's what you it's, need. It's, it's, it's all just. It's all just like they're drunk on belief and passion and like feelings. Amazing. And it's just, it's, 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 it's really inspirational. I'll tell you that. That's the one thing. It's yeah. aspirational. It's, it's fun, but you know, leave, leave people to their vices and all. Sorry, I, th I think you were trying to transition to the ending. So I'm not going to care. No more uh, cancelable talk. I was just going to kind of move on to the, the community highlights. So Ooh. I don't know. You, oh, yeah. You wanna, oh, like, yeah. So me, Nick, like yeah. we do this thing where like we shout out any like just content that we like. Usually, so like audio, maybe we can visual. start. We'll leave you. We'll leave you for last, kind of thing, and then like you can share okay. any content you've been consuming I'll, recently. I'll think I have a lot. Of audio, content. visual, um, written, anything. Mm. Okay, D, do you do you want to go first or? 
I, I um, only have one, so I'll go first real quick. I only okay. have one. Um, it's that that new album by Cody the Friend, um, "To Kill the Sunrise." You dropped the new album, "To Kill the Sunrise." Yeah, wow, I'm such a fake. <laughs> Anyways, the the one track off that that stood out to me the most is "Wolves." Um, go check it out. The, the whole like the whole album Kanye? is pretty good. Um, Wolves, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> not even close, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's polar opposites. But um, something about a fridge. Somebody took a sandwich. It's an amazing line, bro. But Life of Pablo is my favorite Kanye, though. That sorry, was a, that was a no, whoa. No, that was a really that's a hot take, bro. I genuinely that is a. I, but I like that. It's I respect like that. Top three. But it's a hot take, mm-hmm. nonetheless. Um, who's next? Okay, uh, I can go. Like, I have some really short. Uh, played this song when I was actually down in Toronto with you guys. It's uh, reggae. Recently started getting into that. But uh, Protege featuring Coffee. Kofi. I'm not sure how this pronounced Coffee. But yeah, okay. Switch It Up. That's what it's called. And the project it's off of is In Search of Lost Time, Protégé, Reggae. It's pretty dope. Good vibes. Check it out. You know me, I'm always going to give some out-of-the-box recommendations. So uh, I want to recommend an anime again this episode. I'm recommending JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, so this anime is really fucking weird. There's like five <laughs> different seasons, and each season is different. So I'm going to specifically... I'm going to specifically recommend the third season. It's called like diamond is unbreakable and all I can talk about in terms of this anime is like, it is such a wild experience. When I watched this, I died laughing the hardest I've ever laughed since I was maybe a kid, bro. This like brought me back to my fucking childhood and it was amazing. It was a great experience. Um, it is like an action based anime. So if you're not into that, don't watch that couple of other recommendations uh one of my interns recommended the show she actually like randomly listened to our podcast which is massively concerning i hope she does not speak to my boss about this but <laughs> she recommended uh, wait, wait 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 now we gotta shout out luke's employee yeah. and please don't snitch okay, on yeah, her uh, jobs to the to you guys her name boss. is jamelin so shout out to jamelin yeah uh, shout out jamelin don't Jamelin's. snitch on luke shout out jamelin yeah. did you but, know uh, that luke don't, actually don't tell, once no kicked snitching. a baby in the head just to see what would happen <laughs> he once like the baby he was holding a baby and you know the baby soft uh, skull soft he went whoop and it caved in and it died in fact right in the soft murder and then after i kicked that baby and i punched a kangaroo in its nose and went into its brain and uh, oh don't forget the time you peed on a dog that's that's another thing (laughs) all right okay anyway though anyway though um, on today's episode of let's lose luke's job (laughs) you know what's yeah and oh, also for the record of the for the for the for the podcast because I know we've been keeping a record each time. I still do have both jobs. This is week. This is fourth episode, so this is the eighth week of yeah. me still maintaining both jobs. But anyway, um, uh, she recommended this show called Superstore. It's on Netflix. Apparently, it's uh, you'll enjoy it if you like The Office. Um, and then the last shout out I want to give is to an artist. Um, this artist is very close to one of our close homies, Terry Monsoon. Um, shout out to Monsoon, um, based out of Mississauga, but he's now doing very big things. He's out in New York, signed to a label. So he does not need our shout out at 
<laughs> at Yo, all. Sign to an NY anyway, label, that's big flex. Big um, flex. Shout out to Monsoon. Um, if there's one song that I would maybe recommend, I would recommend Out of My Mind, or I would recommend Nothing in Return. So those are my community highlights. Um, Nick, do you have anything for us? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, okay. So like uh, for music, just on that topic, uh, recently, I know this is not new and probably a bit generic, but uh, I discovered Innovations in Booty Shaking Music Volume 1 by Otis McDonald. It's got so many bangers on her. Like, uh, <laughs> I gotta go check that out. Like, Yo, what? no, no, no. Like even the album title itself, you hear it and you're like, fuck yeah, you know? <laughs> Gotta yeah, listen no. to it now. <laughs> if you listen, if I think my favorites find my way home, but uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, behind these closed doors, Otis McMusic and Skylar Fire are also like bangers on that album. Great album. Uh, also, like Remy Wolf, like uh, she's doing the coolest funk pop kind of rap, like it's all over the board, but like in a very good way. Like Photo ID, banger. That's a pandemic song, talks about like how it used to be. Anyway, uh, back on to uh, YouTube videos. Um, what do you call it? Uh, J-Reg. Uh, he's from Ottawa. Uh, great guy. Political commentary, satire, humor. Everyone mm-hmm. on the compass agrees with him except centrists. Fuck centrists. And um, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Just to end it off, uh, for podcasts, if you want the greatest podcast for knowledge, I listen to it every morning when I shower. It is uh, Stratechery by uh, Ben Thompson. It is the greatest podcast and probably returned me more money than I've paid it so far. It's 10 bucks a month. Cool. But holy fucking shit, is it amazing? The guy, former Microsoft consultant and former Apple consultant, he's a tech guy who just did an MBA and then did podcasting. Guys, very, very good with generating unique ideas that become like the industry, like zeitgeist. Like uh, aggregation theory, wow. that was him. Like, yeah. If you're interested, wow. look up. <clears throat> awesome. Wow, that's big wow. Fuck yeah. Okay, big plugs. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so shout out to all our listeners. Um, shout out to our eight percent of listeners from Germany for some reason. Shout out, my mom. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> love my shout mom. out Nick's mom. Shout, shout out, out to Jane Nick's Lynn. farm. Yeah. Shout out to Intel. Um, mm, yeah. Buy that stock, but not before we buy it. So. It be- <laughs> Yeah. Um, and this has been another episode of Three Wise Guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, and yeah, obviously, shout out to Nick Lorraine for hopping on this episode. Hopefully, we'll be able to have him on again some other time in the future episode. Shout out to and Kangaroos. Shout out to Kangaroos. Shout out to the fact that a kangaroo would definitely fucking knock Aria's ass no, out. Shout out to the yeah, fact yeah. that I'm going to fuck up a kangaroo one day. Yeah, you know the strat now. <laughs> I'm sorry for talking so much. I uh, like I, I drank before coming Bro, on with is, my coworkers, so I'm sorry a, for commanding. And um, not at all. <laughs> Ideal yeah. situation for the podcast, honestly. <laughs> if you guys want to have me on again, like I literally bought this $300 microphone that was used to record like Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's how good this thing is. Like I bought this mainly for this, but like I like for sales. But so yeah, like like I'm telling you, like if you guys want me on podcast, let me know. Hey, listen, this has been Three Wise Guys. Thank you for listening. Love you guys, and we're out. Peace out. One love. Stay safe. Wear a helmet. Me and your mother love you. Ha, 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 ha.